The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Jack Fox, and welcome to episode 9 billion of Tired and Inspired on the dot. 9 billion, we made it, guys. <coughs> Corona. How's it going? Hope you're all well. Um, I don't know why I ask that every episode. when It's not like, as if you're going to stop the podcast and then like get in touch with us and be like, I'm fine, by the way, thanks. Okay, cool. Um... Things are starting to open up, eh? Things are starting to open up. Lockdown is coming to an end. It's good. It's good. It's funny, like, because... I don't know, I, I don't know, I can't speak for you guys, obviously, but initially, like, I was really... I was scared of COVID, I'm not going to lie, I was scared of it. And then just as it went on, and the, like... Because you still have to go about your life. There's still certain things in your life you have to go about in it. So I was doing stuff like um, getting shopping for my auntie and stuff like that. And, and doing little... Still got to do little errands, go to the doctors, pick stuff up, drop stuff off, post letters and stuff. So the more that I would go out in the height of lockdown and see people still just like living their lives, the more you think, it's not, it's not that bad i mean obviously it is bad and obviously covid is kicking about but it's not as i think you can get in your own head a bit about it um so as things have started to open up i've started to do more things i went out i saw some friends a couple of weeks ago in a in a, my friend's back garden that was very nice um i did a gig fuck me i did a gig i don't know if you mentioned this i did the felt out um rap battles i hosted that that was nice uh, it was nice to see all my comedian friends again. Been going to a lot more hive mind practices, which is really nice because goddamn, I've missed playing drums. Um, but it's good, man. It's good to see things opening up again, and hopefully, this is the start of the end. Um, these masks, man. I, I'm fucking sick of wearing a mask. I don't know how some of you guys do it. Who like working in shops all day? But fuck, maybe it's just my mask. I've got like I've got two. I've got a red one and a blue one, and they both have a little fox thing on the side because you know Brandon. Um, that's branding, not Brandon, as in a guy called Brandon. Um, maybe I need to get a different mask, a more comfortable one. I want those ones. You see the ones that are like snug. This is a, it's become a fashionable thing now, hasn't it? Fucking hell. Um, I think when we can all be really happy is when we're able to go like on a holiday and stuff. And I know the the, the pubs are opened have opened just recently, and uh, I've seen people like on Facebook and stuff saying like, "Get me on the first flight out of England. Get me on the first flight to Magaluf, to Corfu, to Lanzarote. Get me on the first flight leaving Heathrow." And it's like the first flight, the first flight. You guys heard me fuck up that joke last week, right? You want to be on the first flight after pilots have been out of work for a year? And maybe you want to give it a month. Like, I see a lot of people jumping back into uh, getting their hair cut, like, straight away. 
And I'm like, I'm going to give it a week to let my guy kind of warm up for a little bit first before he butchers my head. But getting a haircut's one thing, but being on a flight after a year and just heading back in like rusty. Nah. I'll wait it out like. The first flight. I can't wait to go back to America though, to see Christina. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Um, so if you listen to this when when it comes out on the Thursday, I've got a gig tomorrow. Uh, a proper stand-up gig. Not just hosting some rap battles. A proper stand-up gig. Uh, it is over Zoom. And it is with Feltnout. Um, but actually, we're, doing, we're trying out this uh, try before you buy thing. So if you wanted a free ticket, and then... You can get a free ticket, so it's 100% free, zero. And then if you enjoyed it and want to donate at the end of the show, then you can. That's how it works. So if you want a free ticket, head to feltnout.co.uk. That, just, that, was, a, that was a mid-first half sponsor, which isn't a sponsor at all, because, well, they're paying us for the gig. But not, shut up, shut up, shut up. My podcast, I do what I want. Shut up. Um... Yeah, man, America, man. I'm, I really liked America. I know, like, a lot of people in England, a lot of people in England and a lot of people in America have stereotypical sort of views of each other. And a lot of people in England think of America as, like, overweight people who just eat McDonald's all the time and are gun toting sort of hillbillies. Um, and a lot of people in America think of England as just London and we're all, like, the Queen's, we're all, like, relatives of the Queen. And it's just, well, you guys know it's England isn't like that, and America is not at all like that. Um, especially when I went to New York. That's New York is just like London on cocaine. It's fucking nuts if you haven't been before. Um, but isn't it, speaking of America, right, isn't it nice to not have the news dominated by a fucking idiot of a president? And I had this idea, I was talking to a friend about it, who then said, yeah, but... Biden is still, like, being a bad guy and, um, you know, he's still putting bad um, policies in order and he's still doing illegal things and he hasn't banned guns and etc. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, sure. Most politicians are scumbags, right? But isn't it nice to have a guy that just does, like, surface-level president scumbaggery and then isn't on top of that making fun of disabled people and being a horrific racist and being friends with Nigel Farage and saying people on people who are left wing and right wing both are nice people and also have something wrong with them isn't that nice for once Trump's a fucking nutcase man and it's nice not to see him every day in the news Prime Ministers and Presidents will always be doing bad stuff. You have to understand this. They will always be doing bad things. Because you can't please everybody. You can be Drake, who's literally broke records and has the most fucking sales and number ones of all time. And not everybody... In fact, I know more people that dislike Drake than people that actually like him. So, basically what I'm saying is Drake for President. (laughs) 2 plus 2 equals 5. Uh, I think it's I think it's a, a re- refreshing, you know, to have. Trump was like making fun of disabled people, making fun of women, making fun of black people, and 
bombing huts in the Middle East. <laughs> Whereas Biden's just fallen upstairs, getting his words wrong, and bombing huts in the Middle East. So it's harmless fun. <laughs> I do love America, man. New York is just a whole, so like just a whole experience. But I, I'm thinking, am I looking at it through rose tinted glasses? Like, I do often think I just like to fuck everything off and just up sticks and move there. But it's so expensive as well. That's besides the point. You'd find a way. You'd find a way to make it work. In New York, every time I think of moving to New York, I always think of the, that. Uh, that joke in 30 Rock, the TV show. Of course, of course, it's taken us seven minutes and we've mentioned the first TV show um, where Liz Lemon's walking down the street in New York and a bus stops and a lady gets off and she's full of, like, she's got, like, bright coloured clothes. She's a young lady, she's bright coloured clothes. And she's like, New York, the city of dreams. And she turns to Liz, Liz Lemon and says, tell me, where does a young prostitute go to get set up in this city? <laughs> 30 Rock's so underrated, man. But no, we'll have fucking Big Bang Theory on instead. You pieces of shit. You pieces of shit. Now, here's another thing. Just before I set up to do this podcast, I got um, a message on Fiverr from a guy who wanted a 30-second stand-up clip in the next 12 hours. And I was like, hey... Be more specific. Huh? Be more specific. And then he said, I'll give you the details within the hour. Just just get the details first, then send them. Then I'll bang it out. Try harder. <laughs> Try hard is what I'm saying. Um, for the uh, for the next half of this podcast, I actually have a listener question. Kind of, I was I was feeling such a knob saying stuff like that. A listener question. Friend of mine who listens to the podcast asked me a question, and instead of it going down in the DMs, I thought I'll answer that on the podcast because it's somewhat relevant. So. It's firstly time for a quick word from our sponsors, then we're going to answer some questions. Tired and Inspired is brought to you today by Chili's Bottles, until they say we're not, or until they sue us. Chili's Bottles, the sound of success. Keep your water wet and cold and your bank account dry because Chili's bottles are fucking expensive. Seriously, please don't sue me. If you do, please do it for a lot of money so I get a lot of promotion and a lot of attention. And we're back. We're back with a squeaky chair in this motherfucker. Um, all right, listener questions. Listener, not plural, singular, but, you know, I'm happy to... Oh, that doesn't sound very grateful to... I am happy when people get in touch and want me to ask a 
talk about it on the podcast. So I got a um a question from uh, my good friend, well my friend, well a mate of my well a guy I've played in the band with, kind of once before, and uh, Nick Wood. That's a joke, by the way. I like you, Nick. Um, Nick Wood. How much wood could a Nick Wood chuck if Nick Wood and Mick Fleetwood could chuck wood or some bullshit? Um, if you listen in. Listening to this, and I've seen my band before. Chance are you've probably seen Nick Wood's band before, Tired of Fighting. Uh, his band opened for Hive Mind at fucking hell, the last Hive Mind gig, which was last February. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyways, anyways, Nick Wood is a big fan of comedy, like I am, uh, and is a fan of the podcast, I think, I believe, from, from early days. So thanks very much, Nick. Um, and he messaged me and said, so I have an idea for your podcast. Your dream five-a-side football team, but it's comedians. Now then. No one in goal, eh, so dangerous. A 2-2-2 formation. The two in defence are your ideal comedians that were the best with the opening jokes. Midfield are two comedians that are the most creative and your striker is the comedian that's best at delivering a punch or just the funniest motherfucker of all time. Also, you get a manager who may not make up the lineup but is a legend of comedy. Now then, he sent me his team actually and I've just closed the fucking message so I can't see it right now. Give me a second. Um... So he said, okay, cool, I'll do mine. Uh, back to, with the best opening bits, Mark Marin and Eddie Peppertone. All right. Midfield creatives, Stuart Lee and Doug Stanhope. All right. Clinical finisher, the funniest OG, Louis C.K. All right. Legendary manager, George Carlin. Now, difficult to argue with Nick, to be honest. Nosy stuff. Nosy stuff. Um, but I had a little think. And I came up with this. And I also backed up my answers with proof of bits and why I've put them in there. And I've tried to be as different as possible as I can be from Nick. But here we go. So, my back two with the best opening bits. I'll just, I'll read, I'll read out the names and then I'll give an explanation. My back two with the best opening bits. Jerry Seinfeld and controversial Amy Schumer. That's right. That's right, I went there. I don't give a fuck anymore. And let me tell you for why. Jerry Seinfeld's bit about being out is is better than Mickey Flanagan's bit. Don't even fucking disrespect Jerry Seinfeld by saying it is. When you're out, where you gotta go? You gotta go back in. It's a great bit. And it's very Seinfeld, and it's a perfect way to open a show. All right? Schumer, uh, I, I really, really liked her um, mostly sex stuff bit. you got to see the uncut version, because the one they put on Comedy Central is just... They take all the best bits out. But I remember seeing a... when she, Before she really blew up, um, she did like a... I don't know... Uh, just for laughs or something like some sort of festival and a very o- first opening joke was and all this dress makes me look pregnant as in she's leading the crowd into maybe think she is pregnant 
and she says, but I'm not pregnant, but dress for the job that you want. It's a good joke. Fuck you. I never, I never got the hate with Schumer. I know that I, some people say she stole jokes or she um, stole bits for her sketch show. And it's like, well, there's a case for the sketch of it, but she also has a team of writers, and I don't think you can get as far as what she's got, and as liked in the industry as she is, by just stealing jokes. It's fucking... It's not as if she's like... I mean, she, I mean, you know, I fancy her, but whatever. But it's not as if she's like fucking Beyonce, or she's like fucking... You know what I mean? She's She'll put her flaws out there. And her book was good. Fuck you, I'm a fan of her, right? Shut the fuck up, it's my podcast, I'll do what I want. Um, my midfield creatives, they are Bill Burr and Chris Rock. Do I really need to explain myself? Do I really need to explain myself? Bill Burr, I've been watching, revisiting Bill Burr's helicopter bit. I know he has a couple of bits on helicopters, but the one about the guy, true story apparently, the guy who took a helicopter flight like around California I think um, and tried to jump out halfway through because he found out he had terminal cancer and he was going to die anyways and he's like no fuck I'm going to do it on my terms and he does a whole bit and it's a fucking lesson in how to use a microphone because he does the bit twice but the first time he does it is from the helicopter driver's perspective and the second time he does it is from the passengers. So he does the first bit like, oh, now we are approaching over the Hollywood Hills, and if you look out to your left of your window, then please, sir, sir, please, don't take your seatbelt off, please, sir. Funnier than that, right? And he does it again, but he does it just away from the microphone, like over here, right? So it's like, I don't know if you look over in the Hollywood Hills, and you go, sir, sir, please don't take your seatbelt off, right? And it's, it's fucking good. That's a creative way to do the same joke twice. But just use the microphone to your advantage. Not a lot of people do that. I'm trying to find a way to, to put something like that in my set. Use the microphone to your advantage. Why not? It's the only instrument that we all have on stage. Um, also, I put in there Chris Rock because I've recently got back into Chris Rock. I did like him. I liked him when I was younger, like before I decided to try stand up comedy. But I think that's just because I thought, like, oh, this, this black guy talks funny and swears a lot, and that's cool. But, um,. Chris Rock will forever be known as, you know, N-words versus black people. So much so that it has its own Wikipedia page and Barack Obama talked about it when he was running for president. So do you get much more in pop culture than that? You know, that's... And that's like stood that... Like, it's a it's a great... It's not just, you know, Chris Rock's black and he talks about racist, race stuff in his sets a lot. But the... Um, you can apply it to anything. Like the 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 basic gist of the bit is, if you if you if you're unfamiliar, is um, the difference between brothers and just black people is that brothers will brag about stuff that you're supposed to be doing anyways. Like like uh, they'll show off. They'll brag about the fact that they take care of their kids. And you're like, bitch! You're supposed to take care of your kids. Like that's. It's, but people do that. People do that. Like, oh, look, the, I, I would, I would never go to prison. You're not supposed to go to prison. Like, you're supposed to brag about things that you're supposed to do as a person. Obviously, he does it in a much better way. And I would advise if you haven't seen it, I would advise YouTube it because it's fucking incredible. Um, and then my striker, 
I said I've tried to keep it as as same as uh, as different, sorry, as Nick as possible. But I've also gone for Louis C.K. because yes, all right, fine, he's a bad man, he's a bad man, and he's been cancelled and lost a lot of money and a lot of work and hurt people around the world. Yes, but the guy, his way of thinking, his material. Changed my life. Changed my life. Changed my outlook on life. How to see things. How to process things differently. Um, because sure, you can stand on stage and tell some dick jokes and tell some shit jokes. But he he's, has a unique outlook on life. And between his stand-up specials, uh, I think Shameless was is like the funniest in terms of it being silly and a bit edgy. But uh, hilarious! Oh my god! Um, live at the Beacon Theatre. Um, have some great life points in there, and and between his stand up and his TV show, Louis as well, covers a lot of ground and interesting marks of life. Um, manager, I mean George Carlin probably would have made it for me. But in the interest of differentiating from Nick, I want to go for Richard Pryor. A phlegm. And uh, I've, I've put some subs in there uh, who are young up-and-comers, who are some of my favourites. And I've put three subs in there. Nick didn't do this, but I'm, you know, fuck the rules. And I've gone for Andrew Schultz. Mark Normand. And Whitney Cummins. So there. There you go. That's a strong team. And also you will notice, you will notice not one UK comedian comes on there. I'm t- by the way, I'm also talking about like the greats. I'm not talking about my friends, because I, I can do this with my friends as well if I want to. Um, not one UK comedian on there. And that's because uh, I think... The famous comedians in the UK aren't very good. What I found with a lot of UK comedians is they'll do bits that are, quote-unquote, in air quotes, lovely. Oh, it's a lovely bit, that. That's lovely. You'll say, they'll say that word a lot. Yeah, that's lovely, that. That's great. Yeah. I don't want lovely. I want to be fucking hilarious, is what I want to be. So, that's just me. That's a whole different conversation. But it's a good game, Nick. I'm not sure how interesting it is to people who aren't comedy nerds like you and I. But uh, thanks for getting in touch. What? My guy from Five has replied. Uh, I need more. Oh, you fucking cheeky. I hope he's not listening to this. You cheeky motherfucker. I'll let you know, I'll let you know how that goes on the next podcast. Um, oh, 23 minutes. I was going to talk about some more stuff, but then we're going to run out of time, so best not. Best not. Um, well, fucking thanks for listening, I guess. Uh, send me more videos of your pets twitching in the sleep, please. This this trend has died off, and I'm still here for it. My cat, we've just started letting my cat out in the back garden. So he runs around a lot now, and he gets tired. So then when he goes in the house, he just he's just twitching all night, and it's the fucking best highlight of my day. Highlight of my day, because my days are generally shit. <laughs> That's not true. Um... 
yeah, so tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, send me videos of your pets twitching in the sleep. Send me any questions or games like that, like that comedy thing. Uh, stream just you know I, I ask a lot of yous I am aware I ask a lot of yous but stream Flashmen stream Shotgun Hotline uh, and if you want a ticket to alright if you want a free ticket to a Zoom comedy show which will be tomorrow night Friday night include me uh, Sammy Dobson who's been in like films and sitcoms and stuff in the UK uh, George Zach who is George Zach is one of my favourite acts he's fucking he's very unreliable he's a bit of a knob but um, he's very funny. And David Callahan, who's also, I believe, isn't going to do a straight-up stand-up set. He's going to do some sort of presentation type thing. And it's hosted by Hal Branson, who's a good friend of mine, and who likes the Wu-Tang Clan. So there you go. That'll be great. And you can get a ticket for free. And if you do like it, then maybe chuck some quid in. Chuck some quid in. Chuck some money in at the end. Uh, just go to feltnout.co.uk. Uh, I might put a little link in below, but I might also forget. So maybe it's not. Uh, and then you can get a free ticket and watch some comedy. Wouldn't that be fun? That'll be nice. Hope you hope you do that and join us. And if you do, take a picture of me on stage and tag us on Instagram so then I can share it and look popular. Yay! All right, man. Have a good week and do all those things. I just do them right now. Do them right now. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Literally do what Carl Halbert just said and visit feltnout.co.uk and get some comedy tickets.